0: Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition, where we shine the spotlight on positive developments since independence in 1962 and the way forward for Jamaica. We also highlight positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level, across every sector, to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition, is sponsored by Kingston Awards the Passport Immigration and Citizenship Agency, the Tax Administration of Jamaica, Chris Kennedy, the Sagicor Foundation, Harib Cement, the Port Authority of Jamaica, and J.N. Bank.
1: I am Byron Buckley, and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. In this episode, we will talk about issues relating to Jamaica's independence. I'm with Gordon Swaby, an internet entrepreneur, and he's the CEO and co founder of EduFocal Limited, an e learning platform preparing students for the primary exit profile examination in Jamaica. Welcome to the program, Gordon. Thank you for having me, Brian. I want to start by asking you, in your opinion, what is the most significant achievement or development? by jamaica since independence and, and and why do you think that these particular uh factors are the most important i mean it's a great question you know and I, I, giving it some thought i would say that the, the greatest accomplishment since um
2: independence has been moving jamaica's life expectancy from i believe it was around maybe 45 50 50 years old pre-independence so to where it is now which i think is about 74 or there about some men and a little bit of than women i think that in my opinion is, is the most important um achievement for Jamaica because it didn't just happen on its own and Jamaica isn't a rich country and if you you know if you really look at the history um of how you know life expectancy has moved around the world certainly our story i think is a very very good one
1: that's interesting that you say that so what 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 that means then is is that the uh, the the colonial government left us with, 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 with some good system in place. Is that what you're saying? Or is it that we have we have been responsible in, 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 in continuing what was left for us and improving on it?
2: No, I think that a lot of the movement would have happened after um you know after independence. So I would believe that, you know, it would be Jamaicans doing good for Jamaica in terms of our leaders. The Jamaican leaders um, you know, making a deliberate effort to move Jamaicans into a healthier way of life in terms of hygiene and so on and so forth because that is something I believe to this day that Jamaicans take seriously. You know, obviously there were other factors but for the most part I believe that um, I can credit the Jamaican or Jamaican leadership for.
1: It's interesting that you identify public health as, as, as the most significant achievement in light of what's happening now we're in the middle of a, of a pandemic. Absolutely. And and um, compared to to other countries, uh, we we are not doing that badly, and uh, and and so it's interesting, eh? Uh, absolutely. One well, of the other things we have discovered is that across the world, a lot of our our professionals, uh, particularly in the health field, are doing well internationally. So. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and uh, say I can't smell that we have done extremely well. in,
2: that when education is, is, is
1: delivered in Jamaica, it's delivered well. We have world-class people. Um, but when it is not, certainly we're seeing the effects of that today. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can you... I want, to, I want to move us then into the, the other part of our interview. And we can probably talk some more about it. But because at the same time, while you identify public health as a, as a major achievement... Uh-huh. You know what's been happening for the last couple of years we've been discussing uh, whether or not we should have free um, free health care or should it be subsidized and there's a lot of questions about the quality of it do you, uh-huh. yeah you want do you want to comment on that i don't think we should
2: have free health care I think that what I think we should have instead is an opt um, situation instead of uh, it being by default. So what I mean by that is there are many Jamaicans who uh, would go to a public health, health hospital and pay because they do have the needs to pay. Um, but when they go, they can't pay because it's, it's quote-unquote free. But it's not really free, You know, because we are paying for it tax taxes generally, right? No, it's just that the funds are not necessarily being used in the, the, the healthcare sector. Um, so what I mean by opt-in, I believe that for any Jamaican who is not in a position to you know, afford themselves the the, 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 the you know the care that they would want. I think that you know it can be a very simple setup, and it could be a text message just sent to a particular number with a person's name, TRN, and it ups them into a system where when they go to the respective public health facilities across the island, they are on a list and they are afforded the same thing that they're afforded now. Um, but with some funds coming into the system, if it is not by default. Um, certainly, you know, I think we'd be in a regular place because if it is free and it is not great, not because you don't have great doctors, but simply because the doctors are overwhelmed and they don't have the resources to do their jobs properly, then certainly, you know, it, it is kind of not void having it put unquote free free, you know, if there's not much to offer
1: Yeah, I think it makes sense that you have identified our public health system, the, sh- the strength of it, because without our good health, you know, our human resource, human capital, can't exactly. make can't make the other achievements in other areas. So, so it uh, is. It's awesome. you know, I mean, it's a sure fact that our people are living longer. We have benefited from that because if you don't have the people, <laughs> I mean, you know, that was what's the point? You know, it is centered around human
2: beings. So, you know, it is a big accomplishment. I do think that's something that a lot of people take for granted, you know. Life expectancy, uh, uh, not a long time ago, was easily 40, 45 years old, maybe 50 years old at most, right? So certainly, we, you know, we have Jamaicans, I'm gener- uh, just generally, human went bigger, big picked big longer. But for a country that is not wealthy, I think that we've done extremely
0: well. And now, a word from our sponsors.
2: The land. The people
1: culture we are a proud nation and everything we own is carried with pride whether returning from a trip or doing your daily business here at home
2: use your passport it is your jamaican right
1: get yours and carry it with pride
0: welcome back
1: Okay, all right, let's turn then to uh, what do you think is perhaps the most disappointing feature of Jamaican life since independence? Education and
2: the challenge I, I, so he, Again, you know, and I, I've mentioned earlier that when it works, it works, right? But when it doesn't work, it doesn't work when I thought. Um, I would prefer, not prefer, I, I, you know, I'm envisioning a system in Jamaica where Human resources, and by human resources, I mean the teacher um, or teachers, um, can scale their ability to educate for nation children. And I think that uh, that cannot be accomplished without technology. Um, ultimately, I believe that the knowledge transfer is more important than the physical infrastructure. You can build a school on Earth, you know, solar anything that you need, you know, ear-conditioned class, but if we don't have the teachers to deliver quality, um, you know, quality education to our students, then, you know, we won't solve the education deficit that we have now. Um, so the only way we solve the problem that we have in education is, you know, is leveraging technology. And, uh, you know, I'm in the education space, and I have my own ideas around
1: that. Uh, certainly, it's not an easy space to be in, um, but is it important and worthwhile? Absolutely. So so how, how do we address that then? Mm-hmm. If I'm hearing you right, you're saying that um, the if you're not saying it I'm going to articulate it for you. You're saying that the the, the, the technology um, level of our of our of our of the of the teachers in the system um, right. needs to be enhanced because it would it would impact uh, um, better delivery of education. Is that what you're saying? No,
2: all right. So let me dig at what I'm saying is that you can't look at it as technology in isolation and say, "Oh, just throw technology, at the problem that you solve." No. What I'm saying is that if you have a great teacher, that great, we will not produce, we will not produce enough teachers, or we will not produce great teachers enough in, in the period that we want huh. to reach all the children who want to reproduce technology. So okay. what I mean by that is a teacher that is in a Jamaican teacher that is in
1: the states, the US. Yes. should not be hindered in
2: any way from delivering lessons to students in Jamaica, right? Yes. Now does that mean or oh, she just you know he or she will just jump on Zoom and is delivering classes. No, it it has to be done in a structured way. It has to be done in a cohesive and seamless way. Um, and I mean that's exactly what we have been doing, you know, over the last couple of months at Edge Focal. Now have we cracked the code one hundred percent? Absolutely not. But do I see us you know, being in a position where a teacher that is no longer physically in Jamaica can deliver quality lessons to students in, in, in Jamaica, absolutely. So yeah. when I say scaling education, I
1: mean leveraging the human resources and the technological resources to, um, you know, solve the education that we have. Yeah. That is, in my mind, yeah. the
2: only way we will solve our problems
1: in the short medium-term. I get the point you're making. One, one, one very famous, um, one of our top leading leading marketers used to say, we need to leapfrog. So, so, so you're saying that um, with technology, we can actually expand the, the talent and use of even some of our, 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 our better teachers are the master. In fact, there, for a long time, there's been a discussion about master teachers. Mm-hmm. The fact, they can use one good teacher in one classroom somewhere through technology to impact others. And absolutely. we have taught that to death. I'm not certain if we have really put it into action. But you are saying that while education is disappointing in terms of it's, it's 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 not maxim optimizing um, technology, technology, you think, but it can be addressed. Hmm. Absolutely, with technology, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's the way we have to go in this in this particular world that we are in. Gordon, I, I want to thank you for allowing us to talk to you on Impacting Jamaica about going forward with our, our nation as we approach the celebration of another independence. Thank you very much.
0: You have just come to the end of another episode of Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition. Do join us again for another in the series. On SoundCloud Google Podcast Spotify Audible Podcast Addict or on Stitcher Impacting Jamaica the Independence Edition is sponsored by Kingston Wars the Passport Immigration and Citizenship Agency the Tax Administration of Jamaica Grace Kennedy the Sajucore Foundation Carib Cement the Port Authority of Jamaica and the JN Bank you can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com and at jamaica-gleaner dot com